merciful our God is kind we bless your name Lord we give glory to your name we give glory to your name adoration and power to you Lord we thank you we thank you today we bless your most holy name thank you Jesus thank you father thank you Lord awesome God we worship you bless every thy name Awesome God, mighty God, awesome God, mighty God, we give you praise. Awesome God, we give you praise, mighty God. You are highly lifted up, awesome God. You are highly lifted up, mighty God. You are highly lifted up, awesome God. You lifted up mighty God awesome God awesome God a mighty God awesome God mighty God we give you praise Awesome God, we give you praise, mighty God, you are highly lifted up, awesome God, you are highly lifted up, mighty God, awesome Father, a mighty God, awesome God, 
a mighty God. We give you praise, awesome God. We give you praise, mighty God, Daddy. You are highly lifted up, awesome God. You are highly lifted up, mighty God. You highly lifted up, awesome God. You highly lifted up, mighty God. Thank you, Father Lord Jesus. We worship you. Our King and our Maker, we worship you. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glorious is your name, O Lord, we worship you. We bless your name. We thank you. We thank you. And we thank you for your faithfulness, for your kindness. O Lord, we worship you. There is none like unto you, Lord, in heaven and the earth, Lord, you remain and the same. In heaven and the earth, you Lord, you remain at the same in the name of Jesus. We praise you. We thank you. Awesome Father, thank you for this evening. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord for bringing us to this program this evening. We thank God for this Bible study hour at Family Bible Study here. We bless the Lord for bringing you around. Yes, those of you that have joined the studio, we welcome you in the name of Jesus. Koatema and Amar Osin. God bless you. We thank God for your life. We pray you will be with us throughout this teaching this evening to be blessed of the Lord. This is where the Lord connects us to the, to, to, to the heaven and to, to his grace. It is at the feet of the Lord that we are blessed, that blessings are downloaded upon our lives. We bless the Lord for today. Thank God for bringing us together again in Jesus' name. This is Be Fruitful Family, Faith, I mean, Be Fruitful Family Foundation, with the um, banner of Be Fruitful Family Foundation, uh, Family Faith Clinic. God bless you all. You are welcome in the name of Jesus. Today is another holy day, another righteous day, another wonderful day in the, in the presence of the living God when the Lord will bless us once more. Hallelujah. Amen. Last week, by the grace of the Lord, we studied from verse 25 of Romans 8. From verse 25 through to 27. So we were about to go into 28, where we stopped by the leading of the Holy Spirit to continue today. And we bless the Lord for taking us through His Word. And we thank God for those who have downloaded. In fact, we had 
but 30 people who downloaded immediately and they are, they are still and some of them are still being damaged so are still downloading our messages so you welcome thank you for uh listening to us we appreciate you indeed we are so glad god bless you hallelujah auntie tina you're welcome god bless you you're welcome to the studio <clears throat> we pray that the lord will bless you this evening in the name of jesus hallelujah amen amen so last week we studied like we said from uh, verse 25 we are in romans 8 romans 8 we stopped at 27 last week about the holy spirit searching the heart god searching the heart father searching the heart that the trinity are at such as and being christians the way the Lord weigh us, he weigh us from the within. Bible said God is God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. God is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. So whatever action that is going on, that is the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 3. So uh, being believers, we are still under probe. We are still being watched. Our salvation, the real, the real salvation, the salvation of salvation is coming. And may the Lord God Almighty bring us to the end of salvation because when we are saved, we are saved to be saved again <laughs> into heaven. We are redeemed to be redeemed into heaven. Hallelujah. We are called and then because of that, we are being watched. And there are a lot of things that is going on in the silence that we do not know about our lives. That, I mean, that the Holy Ghost, I mean, the heavens are doing. They are watching us, our words, our action, especially if you call, says we are, if we, if we call ourselves believers, Christians. We are, we are not under our own personal control anymore. God himself is the one who sees us through. And when God called us, he called us in order to lead us and, and take us to heaven. Heaven is our home. But the journey of, I mean, every day is uh, that we are waking up and experiencing things in life. Everything we are experiencing is, uh, uh, is, is what are, uh, are put into the journey onto heaven. So that's the reason why we learned last week that we have the Holy Spirit of God that is helping our infirmities. Of course, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit knew our, our weakness. So that's the reason why we were given the Holy Spirit so that it will, be, it will be the Spirit in us and will be the power in us to continue. So we are not uh, let alone and we are not left alone, unguided, untaken care of. So we thank God because the Lord is taking care of, of us, all of us in Jesus' name. May he guide us to heaven in Jesus' name. May we find grace from the Lord to be doctored, to be guided, to be led, to be shepherded unto heaven in Jesus' name. So as God searches our hearts and knows things that are there, it behoves us as individuals to guide our hearts. 
to guide our thoughts. The Bible said in the book of uh, Proverbs, he said, uh, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence. What goes on in there, the thoughts, what you ponder upon, in fact, there are some things the Lord throws your way as challenge in order to know what is inside of you, to know your response. If you are expecting to be there with all of the saints in heaven, if we are, if I am expecting to be there with all the saints in heaven, then I must know that I am under probe. Yes. And somebody that is under probe, if they say they are going to probe you in your place of work for anything, you know how to prepare yourself, you know how to pray very well, you know how to be sober, you know how to prepare so that when the time comes, you know, be disappointed. Hallelujah. I pray that the, the Lord God Almighty will sustain us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now let's go to today's teaching, the book of Romans chapter 8 from verse 28. I want us to read Romans 8, 28 to 30. If the Lord help us, we will finish it to that level. Uh, at least we have uh, 39 verses. So uh, this is part 11. The Lord is not stopping us from... Uh, from getting to any any part you want us to get to, we want to get to. Let's read Romans 8, verse 28. I read, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also predestinates to be conformed to the image of his Son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called them, he also justified, and whom he justified them, he also glorified. Hallelujah. And we know. Let's start from there. And we know. And we know. What do we know? Hallelujah. As believers in Christ, there is this knowledge in us that the Holy Spirit born there in every phases of our life's problems. We know that we are not alone. That is what we know. We know that in every challenges, in every trials, we are not alone. We know we are consoled by the fact that we have an infinite wise being. A glorious God, a power behind everything that is happening to us, uh, a power behind, a power keeping watch over us. We know when we are when we are saved and problem comes. What do you know? What do you see? We know means that immediately you have challenges in life. As we are joining on, there is this. There should be this. Uh, consolation in you that whatever you are passing through has his origin from he who is who has called you to be his. Hallelujah. And he that has called us to be his has not called us unto defeat. He has not called us unto defeat for anything that comes our way because we have him. The knowledge inside of us, the understanding inside of us that we are of God. 
will always be there. It, it must arise. There is something that you must know when the when problem comes, you must know yourself in relation to who Christ is in you. Because the life of every believer is not being lived again on, 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 on a personal, on a personal whatever. Hallelujah. We are being we are living through Christ, and Christ is living in us. And by him, through him, we live. So if there is any problem that comes our way, it is the same kind of heart of Christ that we have. What do you think made Christ to, 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 uh, uh, to face the cross and to fight, I mean, to, I mean, to fight to the end, the fight for our salvation? It was because he knew who he is and who he was. I mean, we can't use words for the Lord Jesus Christ because he's still, he's still, he's still, he's still living. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, can we use words for Christ? Amen. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. She said no. Hallelujah. She's still here with us. So, so what, what, what uh, encouraged Christ to face the cross and to carry his cross, not minding the shame, was because of what he knew about himself and God. He knew what God has, has saved him to, I um, mean, have brought him uh, uh, to, to, to do in life. And he, he stood at it. Hallelujah. So we know also when we are in any problem that we are what? We are not alone. God is there. The knowledge will be there. So that is what is really encouraging us to continue so and he has not called us unto defeat like we said but he has saved us through i mean he has saved us to be saved from all things that comes our ways he, we are saved that we might be saved from all things that comes our ways he said for we know that all things what is all things all things that we are passing through there innumerable trials, afflictions, persecutions, calamities to which we are exposed to, to which we are exposed. They are all among the means of support to our journey to heaven. All our afflictions, everything that is coming our ways, they are, they are, comp they are, they are, they are the company. Or oh, what do I call them now? They are company, I mean, they are company, uh, yes, I think I should call it company. They are, they, are, they, are, they are part of everything that we, you see, I had a vision sometimes ago, hallelujah, I found myself that I was in hurry, in a great hurry, to go somewhere in the evening time. And uh, there are two roads, there were two roads that led to where I was going. There was one that is very large and clear. And it shows that there are a lot of foots that is plying that road. And but, but what happened was that I found that I did not take that road. Even I didn't even mind the road at all or consider it for once. I just find that I was going, as I was going on that road, I, I joined a, another road that was so narrow, so narrow. So leaving the larger road, for and choosing it for that for that uh, 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 narrow road. And what uh, let me tell you, describe what is what I found on that road. For you to know what I'm saying about about the fact that uh, 
our journey as Christian and everything that we pass through or we are passing through, they are our company. They are uh, the, the journey mates. All those things are for good. Hallelujah. So then as I was going, I saw that the road was so narrow to the extent that if it's only one foot that the road can collect at a time, not these two foot or two, is it feet now? Praise the Lord. So not, not these two feet of ours, of mine, is only one feet at a time. So I have to be picking my feet. Eh? I have to be picking my, my feet one, I mean, one after the other. Picking my foot one after the other. So that, and then as I was going, I found out that on, uh, on my left side was a kind of slanting, rocky mountains that almost covered the road. That even uh, as you are going, you will be mind you'll be mindful of not hitting your head against those uh, those stones because it's so it's very low it's very low to the to the head so i was managing as i was going when i studied the road i first studied the one thing i one thing i forgot to mention is that when i studied the road the way it was on left on right hand i saw different kind of uh, ornamental flower planted in ornamental verses. Those flowers are so, so precious. These that are, they are very good. But on your, on your left side is what? There were, there were dangerous mountains, hills to avoid and the road also was so narrow. Hallelujah. So what I found was that I, I first stood as soon as I got to the road and I, as I stood uh, in studying the road, I wanted to move back to say that this road is dangerous for this night. Let me come in the morning, early in the morning, and do what? And come and take this road. Immediately I turned to go back, considering going back. As I turned, I saw a, a fence or a wall before me, so which means I can't go. It shows that as I'm going, the Lord was blocking the way of going back. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, which means that if I try to go, I will see, see the wall behind. So, I have to go. I was going. So, I was picking my leg one after the other. Can you see the, I mean, those uh, flowers that I saw there, they were not, I didn't even pay attention to them anymore because I have to be careful not to hit my head with the slanting, rocky mountains that almost cover the road. Uh, so, I was going. Then I woke up immediately. As I woke up, I said, Lord, what is this? I said, I saw a very large road. I didn't take that road. And I went to take the narrow road, very dangerous road. But on the right side of it were ornamental flowers. I said, what is the meaning of these ornamental flowers? And it, it lined up the road. Went like that. But on the side, on the, on the side like this, dangerous uh, mountains to avoid. And that is where the road was, was really. Now, and the, the ornamental flowers also and that were planted there, you will not be, you will not, uh, you won't pay attention to it because of what you are minding at the left side. So what, what is the meaning of this? All that we are experiencing in life, on the other side where we have ornamental flowers, whatever, that is talking of the beauty of the world and the beauty of the journey. Which means that the beauty, I'm sorry, the beauty of the journey, I want to say, the beauty of the journey to heaven, it is being decorated. 
the road was decorated. But the decoration is what not we are minding right now. We are minding the journey. I am. I was minding the journey, the, the picking of my legs, the picking all this time so that I will. Hallelujah. I, it got to a time that as I was going, the, the dream was, was a bit long. As I was going on that road, I went at least cover some distance ahead of me. And I saw that the night had fallen. So the night had fallen as I got to that, word, that place. Then thick night. Then I saw, I heard that there was a very, I mean, a very strong power bike that was coming with speed on that road as narrow as it is. And with, coming with speed, with this headlight, very bright, it brightened up that place where I was journeying. So then, uh, I was thinking maybe it's a, it's, a, it's a dangerous whatever because I've been thinking of the road to be dangerous also. And do you know what? After that episode, the Lord spoke to me that there is a journey in front of you that you have to take. And it's only you that have to take the journey. And let me tell you, I took the journey. It was indeed great. Only I. I remember it was from after that time. I mean, it was after that time that the Lord sent me as missionary to uh, the northern side of Nigeria, where I am. And I was there from one city to another for almost five, almost eight, I mean, no, I say almost eight, eight years solid, eight solid years. The Lord will help us. What am I saying as believer? The Lord has already programmed that journey for me. So whatever I'm experiencing, the Lord, I mean, now, the Lord has already shown me. Meaning that I did not get into that narrow road by myself, but by God. And anything that comes to me, that happened to me, it is by him also. Especially, or provided, I am a real child of God. If, it is, if I am a child of the Lord, then everything that the Lord is doing, he, ha, he has the reason for it. So that's why the Bible said, all things work together, work together. Those trials shall be, man, those, that we are, that, those trials that we are passing through, they are working together for good. Working together for good means that uh, 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 those trials shall, it shall cooperate with the power of God in us. When the trials come, that trials will meet another power that is superior. So it will not come. Be, I mean, so that's why I believe that when, whenever Satan comes away, or even if he brings any temptation, he, he respects something that you don't know. He knows that there is a power in you. He knows that there is a God in you. And he knows he only wants to challenge you. Whether to, to try you, and God permitted him to try you to know what is inside of you, how you can, by the power of God inside of you, convince the devil that you belong to the Lord and beat him hands down in order for, in, in order for God to be glorified in your life. So every problem that we are passing through, there is this capacity in us to subdue them. There is this, uh, there is this power of God in us to subdue them. We are not alone. So, and the same, the same power of God in us that is there is there by the reason of the covenant of victory that we have with Christ. That is a covenant of victory that has been established that we are called into. Every believer is called into what? Into uh, permanent victory. And that's why the Bible said that we are more than the conqueror through him that loves us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
We are more than the we are conquerors already. We are called to conquer things. We are come to conquer trials. Hallelujah. We are come to conquer problems. We are come to conquer challenges. We are called to do what? To face the devil and forces of darkness and tell them and show them their limit by our unlimited power, by the unlimited power of God in us. By the unlimited grace, unlimited grace of God in us. So when problem comes our way as believer, it, it has not come to destroy us. It has come to even strengthen us. Hallelujah. They work together. They work together for our good because they teach us, us also the truth about our origin and frailties uh, and frails. Uh, it, because when the problem comes our way, we begin to see that, okay, our limitation. Okay, you don't have money to go, for instance, to, uh, to send your children to school and yet you are a Christian, you are working and things like that, the Lord just take you to that kind of situation where you will be powerless and you'll be looking at yourself as if, why am I not able to do this? And why is God not even answering my prayer? Why? And the Lord will just leave you there as if he's watching you uncatered un for, but yet God know what he is doing. For whatever that, that is happening in your life right now and whatever challenges that is happening, happening right now, it is for your good. It is for your good. So, which means that our life as believer that is good, that is holy, that is powerful and righteous in Christ, it is it is that 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 life that we uh, that we, uh, 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 we 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 attack. Oh, do I should I should I use attack that should um, subdue that I used the other time that should subdue the power that is coming from outside. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible said, if thou art weary in the day of adversity, thy strength is indeed small. If thou art weary in the day of adversity, so which means every adversity that comes your way, they are coming to test your strength in Christ, to test your, your, your obedience, to test who you are, to test your, 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 uh, your submission, your obedience. Hallelujah. So, and then, so, it makes you to see how weak a man is without God. How weak a man is, even Christian is, without God's assistance. So then what does, what does, that, do, uh, does that do again? It leads us also to look for the divine support in prayer. And it provokes in us also uh, a, a, a God-subdued spirit. That's what I put here. It put it encourage it put in us a God subdued spirit, so that if God have really subdued you because, I mean, from who you are, you who you were before in the flesh, and in the world, then it is then we will know that God has really subdued you. So it is then that we will know that you are strong. When you pass through that problem, when that problem comes your way, eh, God subdued spirit in you. That you have already submitted your soul, your spirit, and everything about you unto God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It will subdue all those problems. Uh, that is what, why God had designed all that. That it work together. It works together for good. It brings a kind of, it gender a kind of patience in you. Huh? And flexibility to adapt to situation. In the strength of the Holy Ghost. You're not in your strength anymore. That is the reason why we studied last week that the Holy Spirit helped our infirmity. 
For we know not what to pray about. We know not how to tackle the situation that are coming. Always. But by the strength of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to adapt unto things that the Holy Spirit, you know, the Bible said the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, patience. So, patience that is one of the fruit of that Spirit will be what? Will be steered up. Patience. If you have the Holy Spirit in you and the, prep and the problems come, eh, the, this, the fruit or the, the fruit of the Spirit of patience will come into what? We come into uh, uh, we come into into action for you. So no, that is the reason why uh, uh, as believers we are not in problem because God just decided in order to oppress us. Eh? So and then when we are there, so and we know our frailty and we know our our sorry our frails and everything our limitations is discovered through that trials. Then. We will say what this man, I mean, I mean uh, what do you call it? I mean, uh, David said in the book of Psalms 119, verse 67. Let's read Psalm 119, verse 67. What does the Bible say there? Psalm 119, verse 67. Hallelujah. Says, verse 67 says, uh, Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I have kept thy word. Let's read verse 71 also. I have kept I have kept thy word. Thy word. Let's read verse uh, uh, 71 also. It says uh, Hallelujah. Verse 71 says, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn thy status. So, when you are a, a real and genuine believer in any problem, it will work for your good because there is a power on the, on the inside that will let you know that this problem that is there or what you are experiencing at this time is for something, it's for a purpose. Hallelujah. It's for a divine purpose. And the Lord who have brought it also, we have brought it into your life, we bring you out of it. We bring us out of it in the name of Jesus. Let us read, let's read again the book of... Uh, uh -huh. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hebrew chapter 12, verse 11. Hebrew 12, 11. Hallelujah. Hebrew 12, 11. Praise the Lord. Let's read Hebrew 12, 11 together. The Bible says the hair that, uh, to confirm what we are saying, verse chapter 11, and uh, verse 11. Now the chastening of this present seemeth to be joyous. Now no chastening for these, for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Look for that, look at that exercise. It means that all those trials are exercising of your faith, the exercise of your faith, in order to know how strong you are. As we do exercises in order to keep fit. So these are these trials are keeping us fit, keeping us going, keeping us fit for what we are uh, what is ahead of us. Hallelujah. So he said to them that love God, the affliction are blessings. That same scripture where we are reading said, To them that love God. To them that love God, afflictions are blessings. Yes. 
afflictions are what are blessings they are blessings hallelujah amen afflictions are blessings to do what to those who love god amen afflictions are blessing to those who love god amen in jesus name praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah amen so if you love the lord and like we have been saying that every affliction that you are ex experiencing are for your good then if it is for your good then it is for your blessings amen the, the, uh, the, uh, the disciples were, was, were spoken to, were told by the Lord when they asked of him in the book of Mark chapter 10, verse 30. Mark 10, 30. That, uh, praise the Lord. Let's read Mark 10, 30. They asked of Jesus Christ that they that follow him and left their houses and everything and everything that they loved. They left behind to follow Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's read verse 30 of uh, um, Mark 10. I read. It says, uh, but <clears throat> let me read from verse 29. And he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that hath left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, and the gospels. But he shall receive an hundredfold now, in this time, houses, brethren, sisters, and mothers, and children, and children, and land, with persecution. So those things that the Lord was mentioning, they were blessings. But where come, why was persecution put in there among the blessing that will be enjoyed for following the Lord? Praise the Lord. He said persecution, with persecution. Meaning that persecution also is what? It's a blessing. Amen. If persecution is a blessing, then it's one of those that we are good with persecution. It is, it, the Lord deliberately put it there among all the blessing that you are going to receive for following the Lord because God, the heaven did not see persecution as what? As a problem, but as blessing. Because through any persecution that you are experiencing, the Lord himself show up to prove his power in you so that you'll be able to bear them. Hallelujah. So that you'll be able to bear them. The Bible said no trial or temptation has come your way that is greater than what you can bear. That even when you are there in that problem, he will make a way of escape. That is it. So, which means that every trials and affliction, uh, for, those who are, for those of us who love God, it is blessings. For those who love God, it is for promotion. It is for moving ahead. It is for encouragement. It is that the Lord might manifest himself in our situation. However long it, the, the problem stays, the Lord will still show up. I pray the Lord will show up for you in the name of Jesus. You found the Lord... Because the Lord himself will show up for you. In Jesus' mighty name. His grace will show up for you. We manifest in your life. Whatever you are passing through. But to others who are not. Who did not love the Lord. Uh, on, the other, on, their, on their own side. It, sent, it, it is. I mean persecution or problem. Or affliction are sent as chastisement. 
Yes. Chastisement. So it was sent to them as chastisement. And instead of, because they did not love the Lord, instead of, and it produces a complaint in them, instead of peace in heart. It produces rebellion instead of submission. Anger, impatience, hatred, being touchy. Because, you see, when some people are in problem, they will, they will, at that time, even Christians, some Christians, when they're in any situation, they will just be, uh, be, uh, they, 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 you, you will see it, they, they, they become irritated, easily irritated. You see? So, and the, the way they will, they will bust out in anger at times, you will know that something is going inside of them. But for anybody who is, uh, uh, who, who, who is a real Christian, it made us better, that is, receiving affliction made God better as, they, as we receive it by, as the way we should receive that affliction as a Christian. We receive the affliction as the, the way it should be received. So it is when we receive it as Christian that the Lord himself comes with the graces that is needed to go on and to move on, even despite all those problems that we are passing through. Amen. So to those who are not Christians, it's gender rebelliousness. It is then that we know real Christian. Affliction comes our way in order to prove us, like we said when we started, that we are all under probe. So God can come away with his probing, with his probing, uh, what do I call it now? Exams. Yes, he can come with all, he can come at any time and allow us to be tried in order to know what is inside of us. Hallelujah. So another thing is that the, the, the sense of being called here, amen, praise the Lord, those who are the called. To them that that love God. So okay, Hallelujah. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'm looking at my notes here, but uh, now, all right. Praise the Lord. So as we move on in those afflictions with the help of the Lord, and uh, he, uh, uh, as the Lord accomplishes divine purposes for which He sent that uh, those affliction, then we are being registered in heaven as what as real believer that are even banned, home banned. Yes, that is what is registered. Whether we like it or not, affliction registers us as real Christian, as genuine, by the way we handle it, as the way we should handle it, as Christians should handle affliction and problem that comes our ways. Hallelujah. God will not allow anything evil to come away without anything, without any problem, without any, uh, any reason. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He said, to them who are the called, that is the next one. To them who are they called? The sense of being called here denotes those who are true Christians. Those who are really called. There are those that are called. Called to be Christians. Called to be the believer. So which means our Christianity is, a, uh, is, 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 is determined by God. And we are called for a purpose. To be a Christian. To be Christians rather. Hallelujah. We are called for purposes. And it is it's a divine purpose that we are called for. Hallelujah. So, as we are called, and not because, uh, 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 not because God just wants us to become Christian, we become Christian by chance. 
no, no, we, we did not become Christian by chance. We become Christian uh, by purpose. It means that God has a plan for calling us to be his. Let's read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians 1. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 1. I, I, I was thinking that my dad would join me in reading that scripture for me, at least to help. But let me continue. Praise the Lord, because she came from work and she's a bit tired. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 2. 1 Corinthians 1, 2. Let me read. Yes, it says, Unto the church of God which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, we told that, is, that in every place is call upon the name of, of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. Let's read verse 24 also of the same chapter. Verse 24 says, But unto them which are called, both Jews and, Greek, and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom. There is a wisdom behind our calling. And there is power that God wants to uh, uh, prove or to display through our calling. There is a divine purposes for our being called. Hallelujah. For our being called. And to be called, uh, uh, it, is, it, it is for eternal purpose. Which means that it will... Let's read again the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 6. Uh, and seven Romans 1 6 and 7 to confirm what we are reading Romans 5 6 and 7 says among whom ye among whom are ye called are ye also the called of Jesus Christ to all that be in Rome beloved of God called to be saints grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah grace unto you from our Father the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. So, as we are being called, then we are called on, on purpose. As we said, Christians are not just called because uh, we are not called by chance, as we said. Uh, we are called uh, for purpose. Matthew chapter 22, verse 14. Well, I want us to join it with Revelation chapter 17, verse 14. There is something there that the Lord said about being called. He said, many are called in Matthew 22, 14. Many are called, but few are chosen. We'll be chosen. They are at this level of being called, but being chosen is where the Lord is really going. Call, the calling that we have been called upon is a primary, is a primary decision. To call us, God called us with the primary uh, decision that uh, uh, we be called unto himself for the next and the original purposes for which God has really called us. Hallelujah. So join with uh, Revelation 17 verse 14. Revelation chapter 17 verse 14. Let's read it. The Bible said, and they that were with him are the called, the chosen, and the faithful. Which means that at this time that we are called, we are called in order to be chosen finally at the end. Eh? 
So we are called to be chosen, to be found chosen at the end. Let me read it, verse 14. This, this shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is the Lord of lords and the King of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. So, which means that you are, we are starting from being called, but to go into being chosen because and uh, and uh, and then to be to go into being uh into being to, to be affirmed as being faithful in the end may the lord post to the end in the name of jesus and and count us worthy at that time when i mean on the day of reckoning when the lord will call his people unto uh for rewards in the name of jesus so as we join in on now as believers so uh our call will be terminated or will be what will be uh i don't know the language that we use for that now into eternal blessing and eternal bliss from here in the name of jesus yes thank you for that you'll be transformed to what to eternal bliss being called now hallelujah to god be the glory in the name of jesus have we accepted the call of the lord are you being called have you been called and have you answered him Yes, and this calling is for eternal purpose. Eh? All this plan, which means that when God called us, He called us on, on purpose. It shows that God has plans for everyone that is called. If I'm a Christian today, if you are Christian today, there is a reason behind your being called. Some are called for their family. Thank God, when I was born again, or saved from from Islam, praise the Lord. Through my person, the Lord saved all my family, all my families. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. The Lord saved me and my families. So the Lord said, thou shalt be saved, thy, I mean, thou, thou, and, thy, and thy household. Hallelujah. And the Lord did it with me, saved me. Amen in Jesus' name. So we are saved for purpose. So some of us also, we are saved so all I know is that as believers, we can pray to the Lord that God should show us the reason why we are saved. And God should help us to fulfill the divine purpose that we are being called. So you are not called in vain. You are called for a purpose. Ephesians 3, chapter 11 to 13. So we are still in that scripture, verse, uh, uh, verse 28. Hallelujah. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. I mean, verse 29, rather. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 11. Ephesians 3, 11. Ephesians 3, 11 to 13. Let me read here. Ephesians 3, 11, 13 to 13. Say that according to the eternal purpose which he proposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are called according to the eternal purpose. Like I said the other time, is our the purpose of being our purpose of being called is eternal. It's eternal purpose. Which means that as we are saved now. If we leave this world, the purpose for which we are saved, and we are able to uh, 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 able to realize it, and God is able to realize the purpose of being called, eh? then if we leave this world, the purpose will still continue. Generation will still come into that purpose. Many other people, many, many others, oh God, in uh, many many others in life, we do what we come into that purpose. May the Lord us in Jesus' name. He said, according to the eternal purpose which he proposed in Christ Jesus, in whom we have, we have boldness and access 
with confidence by the faith of him. Wherefore, I desire that ye faint not at all at my tribulation, rather. Wherefore, I desire, let me read again. Wherefore, I desire that ye faint not at my tribulation for you, tribulations for you, which is your glory. So now, as uh, uh, the, 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 the disciple, I mean, G, uh, Paul, the apostles here, he saw that all the, the, the tribulation that he has been in is for a divine purpose and is for the good of the believers. And the reason why it was for their good, the Lord knows it. And it is for their glory. It is for the glory of Paul and the glory of even of the church. In Jesus' name, the Lord God Almighty will convert our trouble unto miracles. In the name of Jesus. We confirm, we, con we, con we confer our, our, our trials unto glory in the name of Jesus. So every purposes, every reason why we are in problem today or we are being afflicted is for a glory to be brought about. My prayer is that your life will speak volume of the volume of God's glory through your tribulations in the name of Jesus. May the Lord us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So also, our call is not uh, by merit. It is by grace. Purely by grace. Purely by grace. It is not that though we are called yet, not because ah, God merited us and he gave us a kind of a, a concession to call us. It is by grace. The Bible says by grace are you saved through faith. Hallelujah. By grace are you saved through faith. It's purely by grace and mercy of the Lord. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 9 says something there. Let's just check it. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 19. Praise the Lord. Second Timothy 1 uh, 19. Praise the Lord. I read. Amen. As, uh, verse 9, rather, instead of 19. Second Timothy 1 9. Second Timothy 1 verse 9. Who hath saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Can you even see that? Before the world began. The Lord has already made the plan of bringing us unto himself. So we are safe onwards on divine purposes and plan of God. May the divine purpose of God come to, come to, come to pass in your life in the name of Jesus. And this calling that we are, we are talking about is not only ones that God called us. God called us for purposes. After fulfilling a purpose, God will still want to fulfill another. So that's the reason why God opened chapters to our lives. So, in order to fulfill all those purposes for which we are called, it's not one purpose. It's not one purpose. Of course, it's not. So, because if you are serving a divine purpose today, tomorrow the Lord may take you to another level. That is the reason why you are called. You must be occupying or filling a gap for the Lord. Occupy till I come is what the Lord said, which means that your, your Christianity and your being chosen and being called is throughout your lifetime that you should be serving the purpose of the Lord throughout your lifetime. So that's the reason why we must be flexible in the hand of the Lord as he leads us and guides us. We must follow. Amen. Where he leads, we must follow. Anything the Lord brings away, 
any, any challenge the Lord brings away, anything that the Lord wants us to be for him, is for his divine purposes. May the Lord us in Jesus' name. Verse 29. He said, he said uh, I write here that these divine purposes that the Lord had had on us for calling us is for whom he did foreknow and predestinated. So every believer in Christ are connected to some particular divine purposes, as we said. And the chiefest of all these purposes is to be conformed to the image of his son. As you find it there, to be conformed what? to what? To the image of Jesus Christ. Let's read it together in that uh, Romans chapter 8, where we are reading verse, uh, verse 29. Romans 8, 29. Praise the Lord. And he said, for whom he did for no, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Hallelujah. To be conformed to the image of his son, the chiefest of the purpose for being called is that we might what? We might be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. The image of his son. What is the meaning of this image of his son? To resemble the son of God. To be exactly like him. To be like him in respect of his character, his disposition. Hallelujah. To be like him exactly. How many of us are how many of us Christians are like Christ? Our behavior, if it is not like Christ, we are not likely having the hope of being raptured. Like I told you sometimes ago, I mean, I always tell you that the Lord, I had the, I heard the audible voice of the Lord in my ears saying that, son, the sample of those that I will rapture to me in heaven is here, sitting at my right hand. And we sitting at the right hand of God. I just had that purpose, that word. I know the Lord wants me in heaven, and he wants me to be, like, to be like his son. That was why he sent that message to me. The what? The sample of those that I will rapture to me in heaven is right here, on my right, is, is on my right, right hand here with me. So which means that if the Lord is looking at you now, if you want to, uh, he want to know who you are, he will look you through the mirror of who his son is. Probably his son has all the physics, all the everything complete. Every part of his complete. And one is missing that Jesus, that you did not have, that Jesus had. It means that it will be a problem. Because the very purpose for being saved, the very purpose of being called is to be, to be conformed to the image of his son. Being conformed to the image of his son means that whatever it is that Christ was for us on that year, the Bible says somewhere in the scripture, he said, as he is or not, so are we. Or as he is or not, so are we. So the way Christ was on that year, and he walked on that year, the same way the Lord wants us to uh, 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 they live our life and be exactly like him. Praise the Lord. That is the purpose of being called. We are called to resemble him, to be like him in everything. The Bible said about the, about the, uh, the disciples in the, uh, in the book of Acts chapter 11, verse 26, 
He said in Antioch, where the believers first called Christians. They were first called Christians. Believers were first called Christians. Why? Because everything about them is like Christ. Ah, may we, Lord, may we, may we all become like Christ in the name of Jesus. Because we are not likely to meet Christ if our hands is gone. And Jesus is having it complete. So we must be exactly like him. And this is the work that is going on in our life to be like him. And that's the reason why we are passing through all that we are passing through. That the Lord is bringing our way. In order to do what? In order to form us. To shape us. In order to shape us to be like his son. All the, all the all what we are passing through, they are the molder of our character that is making our character to be like his son. Through the help and the power of the Holy Spirit in us, whatever we are passing through, it's it always targeted at making us to resemble Christ. So we must accept all those things that is coming our ways. Hallelujah. As we should accept it as Christians. So that every problem from today will not be murmuring anymore. You will thank God. Whatever you are passing through, you say, Lord, I thank you that you have allowed this. Lord, I thank you that I'm, that, I'm, that I'm experiencing this so that I may be shaped. Like we said, when we started in the book of uh, uh, um, Psalm 119, verse uh, 71, he said, God has afflicted me that I may learn his words, that I may learn his word, that I may obey his word, that I may be shaped, that I may be like him. Whatever the Lord allowed to come to us as believers, let it be taken so that we'll be able to be like his son. Hallelujah. That he might be the firstborn. The firstborn. In Hebrew, especially, firstborn had many special privileges. Had many special privileges and honors that they give unto firstborn. So Christ became our firstborn. He became the firstborn for the church. So that being firstborn, he may have many brethren behind him. Brethren who are like him. Praise the Lord. Brethren who are the same as him. Amen in Jesus' name. To God be the glory. So that this is why the Lord has called us. So that the honor of Christ that God that he had as the firstborn in the family or in the church. The firstborn of the church. The firstborn in everything. All the honor. Because we are like him, we may share of that honor. The honor of the firstborn. We may share of the honor. We may share of the glory in the last day. That we might be there with him and reign with him together as brethren. As his brethren. He says somewhere, he said, I will declare you as my brothers or as my brethren. May the Lord declare us there is a day that God is going to, we are going to be declared as we are really. May we be may we be found, may we be found as brethren to Christ in Jesus' mighty name. Because there is this uh, uh fraternal relationship, praise the Lord, that we had when we are born again with Christ. So we are related together in the in, the, in his body, and and we we, we we have the sense of belonging. That's what we learned about this in one of our previous, previous uh, uh, teachings. Praise the Lord. There is this privilege that we had as believers. 
that, 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 it, more, it, 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 more, it, it must go round all of us together. So which means that we must share it together. This grace that God has given to Jesus Christ to be the firstborn, to be clothed with special honor. And so also we must clothe him and accord to him also that glory, that honor in the church by our life, by our conduct. Amen. That this brotherhood with Christ might be sustained to the end. We must walk ourselves into it. We must walk our life into it. So that Christ will be the brother and we will, will be declared as his brother. He will declare us in heaven as what? As his, as his brother. Hallelujah. Because we have lived exact, exactly those. And if you don't live those, I don't think we can be declared. So that's the reason why that Christ became the firstborn among many brethren. Meaning that there is this fraternal relationship, closeness, uh, a kind of blood to blood brother. We used to call ourselves my, my blood brothers. So Christ is our blood brother. He's the one who, 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 who shed blood on us. And this blood, he did not declare himself as our, he did not call himself our king or our lord only. He declared himself as our brother in order to know that we belong to the same family with him. And we are, we are coming with him unto, unto our home in heaven as brother to Christ. Hallelujah. As brothers to Christ, as brethren to Christ, you will be there, you will be there in the name of Jesus Christ. The presence of the Lord and the glory of the Lord will usher us in there in the name of Jesus. In the book of Hebrew, I'm, I'm landing up here right now. In the book of Hebrew, chapter 2, chapter 2, verse 12 to 14. Hebrew 2, Hebrews 2, 12 to 14. Let's see, the, let's see what the Bible says there. Hebrew 2, 12 to 14. It says, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. Jesus Christ is saying here, he will declare the name of his father unto us, his brethren. He will declare unto God, unto God. Huh? Praise the Lord. Declare the name of the Lord and so declaring us unto God also. He will declare the name, his name, the name of his father unto us as his brethren. And we know the father as Jesus Christ presents him unto us. And we receive him and we have him and we are living within it. Then it will make Christ also to declare us in heaven in the last days. That's why he is the firstborn among many brethren. So until we are presented as brother there, no rest. The struggle or the fighting continues. And may the Lord strengthen us to continue. In the name of Jesus. Without getting tired. The Bible says in verse 13. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children whom, which God hath given me. Praise the Lord. The Lord is quoting all this scripture there. I mean, uh, the, all this scripture were written there in order to confirm who we are and in, in relation to Christ. And who we are to Christ and what who Christ is to us and we're supposed to be. For as, verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of, the, of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death 
he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. Hallelujah. This is what he has, he has done for us. In order to share us, the brotherhood, with us, the brotherhood. So he died for us. Amen. He partake, he partake in our in being in being blood and in being blood and flesh with us. He partake because he was of heaven and he was, I mean, he is of heaven and is God himself, but Emmanuel among men. And he came to take on the flesh and blood like us. In order to partake in death in the flesh, <clears throat> he took he took the death into his own flesh. The dead that is in our flesh, he took it into his own flesh and his blood also <clears throat> into our own blood so that what we are having on our veins, all that goes on on our veins, went into his also. He partook with us the flesh and the blood that, that <clears throat> he might destroy. That through that, through death in the flesh, he might destroy him that have the power of death in our life so that the devil will be destroyed in our flesh. The power of the devil and sin will be destroyed in our flesh. It is only at that that by that that we can become real brother to Christ because we are partaking of his own blood. We are partaking of we are partaking of the of his of his he has partook of our blood and partook of our flesh and then his blood is now speaking for our blood flesh for our flesh. So, which means that when the time comes, we are going to be what? We are going to be glorified. We are going to be glorified because Jesus, the exact body that Christ presented unto the Father, that God, that, 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 that the Father collected and made to sit together with him on the right hand is the same body that God is going to what? Is going to rapture to him in heaven. And that's the reason why that after Christ has already done all the works of destroying the works of the flesh, in our life and the power of the devil being destroyed in our body, it must be permanently I mean, remain thus that devil, I mean, sin and death did not have power over us anymore. And if we are in that situation, that is what God wants us to be found, the situation that God wants us to be found before, uh, Christ himself will be able to declare us as his brother. Amen. Blood for blood to blood, flesh to flesh. May the Lord us in Jesus' mighty name. He has taken He has taken over our death. I mean, He has taken over our sin and made it His own. Our death and made it His own, so that by Him we will live. We will live, and then on this head, our our body of flesh and sin might be destroyed in order for His holy body. And holy blood to 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 have his words his his breath in our in our in our in our bodies, so that it will not be our own life anymore, but the life of Him who died for us that we are living now. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. For this message today, Amen. To God be the glory. In the name of Jesus, by the grace of the Lord. We are ending this episode right now. Uh, by the, by, uh, and, and I know that the Lord has spoken to us. So we are believers 
on course for God or not here. We are called to fulfill divine purposes and the purpose that we are called to fulfill, the chiefest of, of them is to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. He who took part in what we are, he took part in our flesh and blood. He became our brothers in flesh and blood in order to finish and to destroy the works of the devil in our flesh. And I pray that the Lord will destroy the same right now in your body in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. We are here, rounding up here. We know that the Lord has blessed you, people of God, for listening to us. Uh, next week, we are going to continue from verse 30. Don't be tired. Let's finish together. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are blessed today, I want you to say hallelujah. Amen. Say hallelujah. Amen. It's my dear there. Praise the Lord. The Lord, is, the Lord is your strength in the name of Jesus. Amen. Is there any addition from your side? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We thank God. Let us pray. I want us to pray this. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to fulfill divine purposes for being called as Christians, to, for being called as saints. Help me, O oh God, to be emptied of all those things that you have put inside of me, the responsibilities, yes, the divine purposes, the eternal purposes of being of making me a believer. Help me to fulfill it in the name of Jesus. That's your prayer. What also pray? Help me to fulfill that divine purposes for which I'm called in the name of Jesus to be a believer, to be of Christ to the end. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, help me in the name of Jesus. Glorious God of heaven and earth, help me in the name of Jesus to be conformed with your image that I might be found as your brother that might be declared as your brother in heaven. Oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. That I might be declared as yours. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, have mercy upon me in the name of Jesus. Help me, oh, God, in Jesus' name to be counted worthy of being declared by you, Jesus. Lord, help me in Jesus' name. The Lord, by this whole Lord, I will be that which you want me to be in the name of Jesus. Unto the end, help me, Lord. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. You can download all our messages on BeFruitfulFamily.com. And the Lord will bless you. Uh, there are a lot of messages for you to listen to. Please download them. And the Lord will bless you indeed in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank God for today. 
Thank God for your life. In Jesus' name. Bye for now. Amen. Amen.